0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Happy day to you, happy Saturday if you're listening live to the broadcast, if you're listening archives. Happy day, hope things are going well. We are Say Yes to Spirit. I always want to say just say yes to spirit, but I can't say that because the official name is Say Yes to Spirit with Tracy Brown and Leslie Mone. And we are talking today about manifestation, uh, and those of you who listen to the show, Every now and again or every week, we take random topics and try to pull the thread of our spiritual practice and our spiritual focus and look at ordinary topics and think about how saying yes to spirit affects that topic. And last week, we had an interesting topic, one of those uh, very random topics that when we start, I always wonder... Where will we go for an hour on this? And we managed to do an hour, and I continued to think about it afterwards, on gossip. And the idea of gossip and saying yes to spirit and trying to connect that with this week's topic of manifestation. It occurs to me, and it occurred to me last week, that really when I'm gossiping, I am feeling a lack of something or trying to get something um, that I need feeling, feeling I'm feeling something not whole, and so therefore I'm gossiping to try to get that need met to feel powerful, to feel like I'm in control or to feel like I have knowledge or to feel like I'm popular or to feel like something. And it occurs to me when I think about that with manifestation that if I'm gossiping to get that need met, then I'm kind of creating a manifestation loop of having to manipulate the universe to kind of get what I want. In other words, I'll well, not manipulate the universe. I can't do that. Can I, Tracy? Can I manipulate? No. Yeah, too bad. But manipulate myself, in other words, not authentically get that need for feeling secure or feeling a part of or feeling um, as if I'm loved. Because at the end of the show last week, that's kind of what I came away from, that that gossip is, is an unhealthy way to get a legitimate need met. And so I'm then teaching myself that I have to manifest getting my needs met through some manipulative form versus being able to just clearly plant a seed and, and have it manifest in a more holistic or pure way. Pure, pure planting. But uh that uh That idea of gossip last week did stay with me for a while. So I see we had homework, but I can't recall now. I think it was supposed to be positive gossip. Wasn't it positive gossip? Um, That was
2: your word, your term, your newly created term. (laughs) I liked it. Positive gossip. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was one part of the homework
1: for last week. One part. I did did notice myself trying to say positive things to people. I am... um, Pretty good at that in terms of looking at the positives and people and affirming that, but I did find myself uh, trying to do that when I had the knee jerk reaction to want to gossip, so that was new for me.
2: Yeah, the other part of the homework was to just notice when you are gossiping, like who's involved or what's the subject and did you initiate it? Like is the person you a person or people you're interacting with initiated, and then you find yourself in the middle of it, just like notice are mm-hmm. there any patterns mm-hmm. for when you end up in a situation where there's gossip? I always initiate it pretty much,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's busy me,
2: and um yeah, yeah. And that's why we're good on the show together. Cause, like, <laughs> you didn't gossip at I, all. Hardly initiated. I, no, yeah. I hardly ever initiate it. Mm-hmm. No, I hardly ever initiate it. Hardly ever. And this week it didn't happen, but it made me think back to those times when I do um, initiate the conversation and it's gossip. And it doesn't happen often, but I know the pattern is it's when I personally feel like either really confused about something and I can't, in my mind, figure it out because there are all these different players. Right. And then I'm trying to get information about... Either I'm trying to get information or I feel so ineffective, you know, right. that I find myself in a complaining mode. Mm-hmm. I'm off-center and I'm complaining. And often what happens in the complaining is that I end up... Talking about other people or sharing information about their role in whatever it is I'm complaining about, which really is gossip because the person I'm talking to has nothing to usually have nothing to do with the situation uh or they're on the periphery and they know this person and they could you know it's that kind of stuff, but that doesn't really happen very very much, so yeah, when I think back to conversations recent in the last two, three, four weeks. And there was gossiping happening. It's like, oh yeah, I'm standing there, and either somebody's bringing me information, asking my opinion, and not because they want spiritual counseling. You know, they're just yeah.
1: It is interesting then the manifestation to think about before we go to break and start today's topic. But the manifestation of gossip would would have to be sort of a a murky. I think, I don't know why, the term pure, pure manifestation and then this murky kind of, you can't really see through it water in terms of when I manifest things that aren't healthy and don't serve my highest good. And I think whenever I'm gossiping, I'm manifesting this kind of fuzzy outcome that's not going to be very helpful to me. That's interesting. Yes. Thank you, Tracy. (laughs)
2: That's I like image it when think I about when
1: I say interesting things, I, just, I like that a lot, all right,
2: yeah, it's like that's something to think about mm-hmm. Don't think about manifestation in that way, or yeah, pure and unpure. right It's like you manifest <laughs> the law of cause and effect, all right, what what goes in is gonna show up at the other end in some form that's very clear. In relationship to what you put in, so I mean yes. that's why it's interesting. So, so, if I put in gossip, I get impure. <laughs> so, you live so much in this binary black, world of duality, good, right.
1: bad, right, wrong. You yes, really live yes. There.
2: yes. You think from that place. You
1: people that are gray, you're very confusing. <laughs> very unsettling. <laughs>
2: Oh, no, not really. And there is right, wrong, clear. black, right, absolutist, absolutist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, anything else? On no, I'm excited about manifestation
1: you? Though now. Are you? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah,
2: let's take a break, and we'll be back in about a minute. to say yes to spirit encouraging you on your spiritual path. And today our theme is manifestation, manifestation. So, what does that mean, Leslie? Well, to me, it's a very clear like you
1: said, you put something in to the law of cause and effect and it comes out. It spits out Sometimes a minute later, sometimes a day later, sometimes a year later. See that's the part I don't like exactly about the year later. That's the part I don't like. I, I need a time frame. If I plant this now, it you know, just tell me six months, a year, tomorrow. But I do know this, and I think this is uh, probably some sort of spiritual truth that's written somewhere, is that the the, the 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 cleaner my life, my side of the street is, the healthier I am. The less I gossip, take advantage of others, lie, manipulate, cheat, steal, hold grudges, become bitter, resentful, and hateful. Ooh, wow. The less you know, I do all those well. things, the quicker my my manifestations, my, my positive manifestations come.
2: Okay, so... And by... Go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. The quicker your manifestations come, your positive manifestations come, Anne. and...
1: And... In a strange way, the healthier I am, let me see. I was going to say more spiritual I am, but I guess yes, yes. The more spiritual I am, the more unspiritual, the quicker my unhealthy ones come too. It's like I get in sort of this instant karma thing that happens. And I don't know that karma is kind of a different way of saying manifestation, but it's a it's a gray of manifestation. I think karma is. If I said way too much,
2: I'm just overwhelmed with all the possibilities of where this could go. Yeah. Well, not overwhelm me, but yeah. There are like eight different directions. Eight different concepts
1: there. Yep.
2: Well, so, because I, I was jumping in when I thought you were taking a breath because <laughs> um, cause I was reacting to positive manifestation. And what I believe is that manifestation is manifestation. It's not negative or positive.
1: The law is not negative, positive. But my manifestation is definitely positive. <laughs> well,
2: you get you get what you like. You said you mm-hmm. get what you put in, or what can be interpreted as your true desire, so that your Believe. true desire is based on what you believe right. on a conscious and subconscious level. Right. right. And the emotion that goes with it. Right. So often our manifestation of something reflects our subconscious or unconscious belief about whether we deserve it, whether we're we can really have it, whether it's possible or not. And so we can say I want I want to be at my perfect weight.
1: I am at my perfect weight.
2: And you can use the affirmation, I am at my perfect weight. I enjoy living. I you know, love living. Um my body feels fit and strong at my at it's because I am at my perfect weight. You can say all of that and if you're not below the surface really believing that that's even possible and then taking action that supports it. It's like all of that together is what generates the manifestation. And so what well, generates that particular result. But the manifestation in itself is perfect because it's you're getting what you really believe that, yeah, I'm saying that, but you know that's never gonna happen. And I'm saying that, but, you know, every day I'm eating things that don't help me move to my perfect way. And so the manifestation is perfect. It's a perfect reflection of what you really believe in combination with what you're saying. And what your emotion is most attached to. And I think a lot of times when when we manifest something that we label from a human perspective positive, and it happens really quickly, It's because we have so everything is so in alignment, and we have this really strong emotion, joy or fear, and we turn around and we call it synchronicity or coincidence, and you know, it's like that. But it's because everything what I said on the surface, what I believed underneath, and whatever I did, all have and how I felt all happened like this, and so the manifestations and in a way I
1: can see it as immediate. And I think absolutely correct. That is correct. I think it's a both and for me. I can experience when I'm in that Zen experience, when I'm working my spiritual program, um, you know, that synchronicity, and like we talked about no walls a couple weeks ago, things just line up, and, and it happens quickly for me. And it was interesting I'm taking it class at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas about, um, essentially about the, our founder Ernest Holmes for the Science of Mind and Reverend Petra told the story of a spontaneous healing that she witnessed years and years ago with a young boy that had fallen on a playground and it was in a Center for Spiritual Living center somewhere else, not in Texas, and the people who were all around him while they were waiting for the ambulance had such a clear focus in doing the treatment they literally saw spontaneous healing and she made the most interesting point that when people have spontaneous healings it's not necessarily something mystical or magical but it's the fact that when you're you know when you get a cancer diagnosis or you have this trauma that you're about to die your treatment becomes laser focused mm-hmm. just as you were saying you become single minded in what you're thinking so therefore it aligns that law in a there's nothing else but the belief that I'm, you know, whole and healthy because you're so desperately wanting to, you know, or needing that manifestation right here, right now that you tend to, we tend to let the other stuff go away like the husk on the corn. And when we're just, you know, have a sprained ankle or something and we're halfway thinking about trying to help the ankle or heal the ankle and we're worrying about the bills and worrying about, oh, my goodness, maybe I so clumsy and that's why I fell, you know, we're not like a laser light on that ankle. So I think that's yeah, of what sometimes you were saying. The,
2: biggest, the bigger it is, the right. most challenging, or the the scarier it is, the easier it is. I mean, you know, crises, right. times of crises bring out the best or the worst in us, and either way the universe says yes. <laughs> right. So... Um, You know, it's going to, yes, we're going to marshal all our energy toward having an outcome that we consider positive or we're going to have an outcome that we're afraid of and it's like, okay, that's what we're going to get. So let's um, switch over for a minute and take a comment from a caller from Area Code 502. Um, Hello. What comment do
0: you have? Welcome. Hi. um, I'm just commenting on the the subject manifestation. What's your name? My name is Shirley.
2: Hi, Shirley. Thanks for calling in.
0: Yes. Um, I've been working. uh, I'm very, very interested in the subject of manifestation, quantum physics and things like that and uh i've been trying to practice it uh for a long time now i've even uh made visual boards uh and uh i've even uh, purchased uh the law of attraction type of soundtracks uh the sounds to you know be able to help bring manifestation to to, to pass mhm and um I'm still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is
1: What has been your actual experience? Have you had some demonstration of something that you can talk about, or ha- are you still in the phase of, quote-unquote, working on it, as you say? Still in the phase of working on it. Um, uh, I do believe
0: that I have become more intuitive, Uh and, you know, that seems to be pretty evident to me. It seems like, like you say, you know we've all experienced something or another at one point in time, uh, such as, you know, maybe if you think about someone and the phone rings and it's that person
2: mm-hmm. and stuff
0: like that. But mine has become so, I mean, even much more so heavier than that. And so uh, I, I, this is a, this is a subject that I'm very, very interested in and uh, but I was wondering if you had any suggestions yourself that I could do to uh bring uh bring things into manifestation
2: so um, I love that you are noticing that you have um increased intuition and that yes. you're noticing more because that is one of the ways that at least in my life I've noticed a lot of times that I am manifesting, I'm manifesting the pieces, the steps that are going to get me to what's happening. It's like I'm demonstrating different things and I'm attracting the right people because sometimes when we are talking about manifestation, we talk about, you know, from intent to the actual end result that we notice.
0: But it's what we
2: were saying a little bit earlier that we're always manifesting every day. That's true,
0: That's And true. intuition
2: is one of the things I think that can help you begin to see how you're demonstrating what it is that you are thinking. So when right. we, if we say, I want to manifest a million dollars and, you know, be a philanthropist and be able to contribute $100,000 to charity, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, I'm not saying it's impossible for that for me to say that today and then on Monday I, you know, get an unexpected windfall of a million dollars and, hey, I'm a millionaire. That's not right. impossible. But right. since I don't really believe that that's possible for me, then what I need to look for are the signs of, oh, you know, I'm making more money this year than I was last year. Mm-hmm. I'm saving a little bit more. I can see that I'm moving toward that goal, and things are coming to me that right. will make it possible. Mm-hmm. But if I don't believe it at all, and I'm just saying I want to manifest a million dollars, and I want to give a hundred, you know, I want to give a hundred thousand dollars to charity, but I have a, a subconscious belief. That oh that's not you know that's a good idea but it's not ever really going to happen. What I make you know twenty five thousand dollars a year or how am I ever going to make a million dollars? Well, that disbelief well, is also going to manifest. Exactly, and 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 I was just getting ready to say that I
0: think uh, disbelief and negativity will manifest disbelief and ne-
2: negativity. Right, and it manifests quickly and consistently. And that's when it's hard for us to think of it as manifestation. We think of it as mm-hmm. it's happening to us. Bad luck. It's bad right. luck. Yeah.
1: Shirley, can you share one of the things you're wanting to manifest or you're working on manifesting? Well,
0: besides the obvious of most people's money, um, I, I the main th- the other thing that I really truly desire is is to strengthen my intuitiveness even more so uh psychic abilities. I'm so enamored of that subject. <laughs> and um, uh, that's besides, you know, besides the money, that is the one other thing that I'm very, very uh, interested in manifesting.
1: Isn't that curious because you, you just said a minute ago that you are increasing that. and that that's Well, a- I am. But I'm just there, saying but- I want
0: to more so.
2: Even more <laughs> and so. And you shall have it. You know, yes.
1: It's a uh, it's a curious. More, more. <laughs> thing. I find that um, many times when I get a taste of something, uh, I have difficulty really kind of affirming that taste and, and and giving sort of a gratitude for that, and then opening up to receive more. And it exactly. sounds like you are getting a taste of it, and you know receiving it, and saying you know I am demonstrating this. This is becoming more and more a part of my life, and now I want more and more. And yes. that intuitive psychic ability. Do you, are you a part of a spiritual community, or do you have a support system that works with you on your spiritual? No, community? actually
0: not. I just I usually just go on Blog Talk Radio and find these subjects that uh, that interest me, and those are the ones that I go. So that would be my uh, support community.
1: But as far
0: as here, where I am, no, I don't have anything like that.
1: Where are you, Shirley?
0: I'm in Kentucky.
1: You are in Kentucky. Huh? Very good. My daddy's from Lexington, Kentucky. That's oh,
0: I'm from. I'm here in Louisville. Oh, very beautiful,
1: beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, when I think about ways, you said you mentioned the vision board,
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: Tracy was talking about, you know, kind of clearing out our beliefs and, and our kind of unconscious yes. thinking. Yes. For me, that comes in the form of a real clear daily spiritual practice, and we do talk about that a lot on this show. You're absolutely
0: right. Excuse me, friend, you're absolutely right. And I am guilty of not practicing it every day, but I know, and that's just because of laziness, but I know that, you know, when I at one point I was doing it, and then I got kind of lazy and sloughed off, but I know that if I practice it every day, it will come to fruition i i'm I'm just so positive of that isn't heart. that
1: curious that i mean we all we all kind of intuitively know what we need to do, and yet on some level yes.
2: we don't do that and
1: that's this the, is well, true. And I, a human condition
2: <laughs> i would I would almost argue that you are manifesting exactly what you are putting into the hopper so like a percentage-wise? well no it's not if you are if you are practicing an inconsistent spiritual practice, then you're going to get inconsistency Mm. in your results. I believe that. Because it's a match. It's going to be a mirror to what you're doing in in your spiritual practice, especially around the intuition, anything that is, you know, in that realm. So Mm -hmm. you are, you know, doing it. It's kind of like, okay, we you brush your teeth
1: every Every day, right? Um, You eat every day. Most
2: people, you you brush your teeth every day. Many people, most people, twice in the U.S., twice a day. Mm -hmm. And if you do that inconsistently and then you have cavities or, you know, major dental problems.
0: Problems, yes.
2: Then you manifest it. You didn't do your your daily practice, and so that's the outcome. But it's not a it's not like a bad thing. It's just manifesting exactly what you what put, you put in. into it. That's, in- that's right. See here, inconsistent health of uh, dental health there, and um, and, and so it's not a bad manifestation or a negative manifestation. It's just a mirror of what went in. So, um you know, as as we do the rest of the show, I I would say yeah, absolutely continue to um to listen in because that's what we're going to be talking about. So, what are things that you can do that really move you toward well, we're always manifesting, so it's hard for me to say so that you can consistently manifest because I believe you are always manifesting. Just let's be aware of what we are manifesting and choosing mm-hmm. what we be aware manifest. of what we're planting. Yes. yes, yes, That's Great, great catch on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are what am I planting every day? And if I know what I want to come out at the end mm-hmm. today, tomorrow, or a year from now. Um, then what choices am I making now that plant that seed, nurture that seed, water it, fertilize it, and have it come out and, you know, bloom Mm -hmm. as the flower that I want. Right. Right. So, Shirley, really appreciate you uh, calling in and continuing to listen. um, Thank you for taking my call. Uh, You're welcome. And uh, keep listening in, and maybe we'll talk to you again.
0: Okay, well, thank you.
2: Happy and day. And blessings to you both. Good to talk to you, Shirley. Uh, you know, you
1: bring up such an interesting point about manifesting not being good or bad. See? Okay, so now with the example of if I don't want to be my perfect weight and I keep eating brownie and so I'm fat, I think that's a bad manifestation. I'm fat. That can't. <laughs> there's nothing good about that. That's a bad. I'm fat. And so that is curious to me, and it brings up a, a kind of a philosophical pondry I have. The community, spiritual community that I'm a part of, uh, the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas, is a science of mind philosophy, and um, there's a lot of focus in talking about the law, the, the what we're talking about, the cause and effect. There's another pillar of the science of mind, the law, the love. Pillar, practitioner Tracy, you with yeah, me? Yes, okay, I'm following so, you. So there's two. So, so I think what I do is I, unlike me, pull the two together and don't separate them as much as they actually are separated. In terms of the law is very black and white. The law is very black and white, and there's no, um, there's no judgment. There's no. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just. Is it's just flat, there's no emotion.
2: I'm following you, I don't you? know where you're going, you? but I'm following you <laughs> so far.
1: So good, you're following me. I like that when at least I'm making sense. That's always positive for me. So, so then here comes the outcome of I'm still fat, and I then judge that as wrong as God not loving me enough to help me be thin. Right? Uh-huh. And so then then once it's once I deem it as bad and, you know, this just doesn't work for me, God doesn't love me enough, I'm not doing it right enough, whatever, then I'm starting to then plant the negative seed of I can't, this isn't working, blah, blah, blah. I can never have it. I can this. never have it. It doesn't work for me.
2: Everybody else I gets it. I don't it. Tracy
1: gets it. I don't get it. So then I'm planting that, so then I get more of that. So what has been interesting for me is to separate out and just say, just to look at, oh, I'm fat. I'm fat because, you know, I did choose to have that brownie two nights ago because I was watching the Ranger game and I thought, I really want a brownie and I deserve a brownie and it would be just fun to have a brownie and I just don't care how fat I am and I had a brownie and I was okay with that in the time that I was eating the brownie, but then when I get the the manifestation of the fat and then I judge it and then I kind of continuing it in a negative way right. instead of saying, oh, I'm fat because I ate that brownie, no judgment, oh well, today I'm going to eat a banana. And then going on and not confusing that with my state of my connection to my spirituality, my God and my divineness and my value and my worth and my love side of the equation. Keeping those two
2: things separate,
1: I see for me is important.
2: That makes total sense, and I went. I followed and <laughs> tracked with you all the way. Thank you, God. I didn't agree with you all the way, but I followed and tracked with you all the way. All <laughs> the way, because I I I think that yeah, we and if we talk about love and law, and we, and we talk about it, it's all God, but love is you know is that you can have whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You following. know, with no judgment. You get to define what you want, how you want to be in the world, and I love you enough to, you know, let allow that to be, allow you to be the, to create the destinations in your life, the outcomes, and the law, absolutely. Um, no judgment, no decision. That's what you're putting in the hopper. That's what you'll get. And the effect is also just that neutral It's a reflection of what you said you want. So, yes, then if you don't like it and you are saying this is the way it's always going to be, you're just putting that back into the whole process. Um, And that is absolutely, I think, why it's so critical for us to not just look at our words, but to look at our actions and our feelings. So the words might reflect what we want to believe and do our actions and our feelings or emotions line up with that? And that's where our choice comes in and that's I think what that I believe really has the most powerful impact on what we actually manifest. And everything that comes into our life, everyone that comes into our life is a manifestation of whatever we have believed and had strong emotion about up until now.
1: And the curious journey, you know, for me, I always kind of want to know the why or the how and figure it out. You know, well, I've got this manifesting, so what did I plant in 1954? That was before (laughs) I was born.
2: 1964
1: when I was two, right? What did I plant that created this? But there is something there's has gotta be a balance between that because I think there are repetitive patterns that sometimes it takes a bit of weeding out and understanding why we continue doing that so that we can kind of jump out of that groove. But there's a lot to be said for just really starting today fresh and and clarifying our my clarifying my desires, my wants, my hopes, my dreams and and really testing all of the different levels between my belief and my words and my feelings. And Shirley said she did a vision board. I think that's a fabulous tool. And But where is my vision board? I did a vision board at your house here about a year ago. I think it was Thanksgiving time last year. It
2: was sometime last
1: year. It was about Thanksgiving time last year. And I think I put it on my wall like two months ago. So, you know... I, I had it, but it was like underneath a bunch of papers or a book or something, right? I wasn't looking at it every day, which I think is a terrific metaphor for, you know, I do a lot of work. I'm doing a lot of things, but I'm not really taking it, you know, deeper. I'm just like that little
2: hamster on the little thing. I'm working so hard, hard. Working, oh working, working, yeah, working no, so I, hard. I, I'm glad you're hearing that <laughs> so I don't have to hear yeah. But, yeah, I'm I'm doing the work doing. I look like I'm uh-huh. doing. uh I look it's, good. It's like the people we know who are always impeccably dressed. Oh, I don't look good like that, but, I mean, I look and, well when but but good. No, I do you know, they're impeccably life. dressed, or someone who has a lot of money, but they're always really unhappy because it's like what's on the outside looks really good. They're impeccably dressed, but... Then you know their home is a mess, or they, you know, it's that kind of mm-hmm. okay. What is going on? So yeah, I'll do the work. I'll, I'll, I, so I can tell I you. I appear
1: to do the work. I'm doing work, but I'm not really believing it or feeling it. And I, that's really for me. This the key. And and what I came up with the other day, I was thinking about affirmations. And I was thinking that really the job of affirmations for me is to, the words and the affirmations are to change my thinking. Because I used to think the affirmations would create the manifestation. And I don't think that's anymore. I think the words, the affirmations, set in a chain to change my thinking. Yes. And then once my thinking becomes changed, then my thinking then changes changes my belief. And then when my belief changes, that's when everything is right. Right. Because it really is what you
2: believe. Right. Not what you say, but right. what you believe right, that drives what is manifested.
1: And doesn't that drive you nuts when you're manifesting? Like, you know, Shirley is not quite manifesting everything that she wants to be manifesting. When I'm manifesting, you know, two and a half percent of what I want. You know, uh, it, it's like, how do I, how do I assume responsibility for that without just, you know, sitting on the couch all day and eating pie because I'm so overwhelmed with, oh, I've manifested this, and then just going into that (laughs) depression of I can't, you know, well, I try, so.
2: You know, that's interesting, too, that I'm manifesting this. I mean, sometimes that feels like, well, if this is what I manifested, (laughs) you know. Yeah. you know this. This is not the life I want to have, and you know. Then I get really. I can get depressed. Yeah. I can feel guilty. Yeah. And that, like you said, then that goes into the hopper, yeah. and then I just generate more yeah. of that. Uh-huh. So even when we were talking with Shirley and and the question, and you asked the question about like, what's your? Do you have a daily spiritual practice? And then it would be so easy to to say. Well, I haven't been doing that lately, and so I feel guilty about it. And the feeling mm-hmm. of guilty and the, the belief that I ju- it's so hard to do it daily, and I just am not one of those people who can do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gets affirmed. And right. that's what then I begin to manifest. So any tips or anything that comes to mind, like when you have noticed you're in that cycle that's giving you results you don't want and your beliefs are are there that can catapult you out of that cycle and into the new cycle of possibility and potential and getting what you really want. You know for me it is a matter of remembering
1: the truth of who I am. When I can just sit and either through listening to a song on the radio or seeing the sun or the moon or a sunset or just for no reason at all sometimes being washed over by the literal fact that we are all god manifesting we are all one and it, there there is no there is nothing but perfection in and I, and my little fears and my little anxieties and my little worries and my little expectations and my little judgments and my little comparisons are like those little um thistles when you blow the thing dandelion dandelions, thank you. all of the things that I think are so heavy and are weighing me down. they're really like those things they just they're just nothing they just wander off into the air and they and so when I can, for two seconds or two hours or two minutes, sink into the truth of who I am, then I do become rejuvenated. That is that is a shot of spiritual adrenaline that I get to kind of oh. start again. have a clean slate with my manifestation.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and I do think I, I agree with you that that is really important to be able to do and to notice when I need to do it, mm-hmm. and um, and we can have a clean slate at any time.
1: Yes, and I really believe that. I believe that, you know, um, Eckhart Tolle had. A, I'm very jealous about that. I've said that before, but you know, he had an overnight <laughs> trans- transformation in terms of, um, you know, really becoming. You know, more in line and living his mystical life. And I think that that is, that is always our opportunity every day to become more aligned with, connected to, believing, acting, talking. I've been around some people that just, oh my goodness, the glass is half empty. I don't care if you absolutely measure the glass and it's a half inch fuller than it was you know, empty. They're just so committed to that half an inch empty. And I'm so aware how that plays on me. So if I had to say something that I can do is, you know, I can limit my exposure to those naysayers. <laughs> we used to call in 12 step programs, we call people that aren't in 12 step, earth people. <laughs> I can just limit my exposure to earth people, you know, that don't have any interest in, you know, rising above the dirt, you know, because um, that can really be a, 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 Sucker on my spiritual, because I really want to take them with me. So I'm over here going, no. But did you just hear yourself? Oh, did you just you said you said you can't, or you said you you want it, or you you know it's going to? No, say it. And they just it's like shut off, up. It's focus on you, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Another spiritual practice that we don't talk about as often as we might, um, is is in this category that I would call self forgiveness. I think a lot. we more often talk about forgiving others yes. and how important that is. And, and then when we did the show on forgiveness, we ended up doing a show on self-forgiveness. Right, right. But the, self-forgiveness really can be a spiritual practice, you know, at the end of the day or once mm-hmm. a week or, mm-hmm. you know, on some regular basis. Just taking stock of what have I done or said that, you know what? If I could do it over again, I wouldn't do it that way, or I would have more faith in, you know, possibility. And I need to forgive myself for whatever that was so that I can truly claim and believe that something else is possible for me. Right. And uh, part of what made me think about this, as as you were talking, I heard uh, Tim McAfee Lewis, the assistant musical director at uh Goppe International Spiritual Center in LA, um, I heard him singing the song that he wrote titled I Forgive Me. Oh wow. And um and it it's it is a powerful song, but the concept itself is so freeing mhm. And in freeing myself to truly believe something new is possible, that I'm not bound by whatever I did or thought or said or believed yesterday, 30 seconds ago, then that is what's going to help me manifest the future Tracy. The Tracy that I know is my true essential nature, you know, the remembering who I really am. Mm -hmm. And not getting hooked or locked into the who the the who I was right when I said that horrible thing, mm-hmm. or when I didn't do my spiritual practices mm-hmm. every day, or the who I was yesterday when I was gossiping mm-hmm. or the who I was, you know it's right. like, okay, I forgive me, right. and now, having forgiven myself, I can go forward, yes, yeah, that's self
1: forgiveness huge.
2: So, you know, I, and from a from a um, traditional Christian perspective, the whole idea that you know God loved the world so much He gave His only begotten Son, so whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That whole that whole piece of Jesus died so that you can forgive yourself, really so that, you know, God has forgiven you already. Jesus died so that you could, when you recognize that you have done something that is not in the best interest of yourself or the world, that you can say, Jesus died for that. I am forgiven. Now I can move forward living in the Ten Commandments. I remember one time a
1: a, a woman in al said, you know, if God's forgiven me, who am I?
2: To say, oh, no, I don't forgive me. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, from whatever perspective, you know, whatever religious beliefs are your foundation for then living your life from a spiritual perspective, that message is there. But we are, no, (laughs) we're going to hold
1: on to it and beat myself (laughs) up. What does begotten mean? I'm sorry, I just really, you know what the begotten son, I've always wondered what begotten, the only begotten son, begotten, begotten birth. Does that mean birth? Thank you. Years later, always wondered. I thought it was slang for something begotten, as my bebop. Okay, I feel better. So... Then when you think about that idea of self-forgiveness, what other things block our manifestation if we don't self-forgive, if we don't believe we deserve? That's another. Is that connected to self-forgiveness? But that's a big thing that I...
2: You know, deserve and worthy are different than forgiving myself for what I have done or said. So how do I unblock that
1: globby, nasty, ugly, muddy thing? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I think of this pipe, and I think of this
2: oh, hair and
1: mud and all this something <laughs> clogging the pipe. And the, the the I don't deserve is the 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 hair clog in the drain that keeps the water from being able to flow. You don't think like that. You don't
2: see pictures like that in your head. No, I'm saying that <laughs> that's a creepy. <laughs> Image that I really don't want to have in my
1: mind at any point. It's like oh but see it is interesting, it brings up that ah feeling
2: which you know, that undeservedness is a ooh, that is just ooh. Except that for most of us as human beings, mm-hmm. most of us, um wear our undeservedness and our unworthiness with pride. Oh, <laughs>
1: You mean like a chip on our shoulder? No, like victim. Oh, a victim. But I don't, most people wouldn't say that they're a victim with pride, would you think? I mean, they do
2: act it like that, but I don't know that they would admit to that. If you no, that. no, but that's how we carry it. Yeah. That's how we well, show yeah. up in the world. Yeah. I'm less than, but we make it someone else's fault. They think they're better than me. Uh, we, you know, the world isn't fair, and so I'm a victim to the fact that other people just don't give me a fair shake and when really what it is is I don't believe that I deserve to have what i have. Now I'm not talking about ah. institutionalized mm. process. So so please anyone who's listening um especially having grown up as a black person in civil rights. i say you might movement, want to identify that right there. Um I don't have a belief that you know there are not I, there are systems and there are societal institutional ways that um that that the law of averages is that there's going, you know that there can be things that show up as unfair, or there can be laws you know that discriminate against people, so i 'm not talking about it on that level i 'm talking about how I walk through the world, so I can use that same example and say yes, yeah, so i 'm black and I grew up in the civil rights movement, and I knew from a very young age, and I was encouraged to believe that. Yes, there's political action that needs to happen to change the system. And you, as an individual, can choose to never be identified by somebody else's story of who you are. Right. that you have to own your own journey in the world and make your own choices based on what's available to you at every stage of your life.
1: And that then... Uh, Can't you beyond the law of averages, exactly.
2: As you believe
1: it is unto you, exactly. And
2: I, I, I absolutely believe that. And so, yeah. So I, yeah, that is important to make that clarification. That we still manifest, we manifest a combination of what's going on in the world and what we personally believe. But so much of it is based on what we personally believe, in, willing are willing to accept and are willing to work for. Um, and if I believe that I'm a victim, if
1: I believe that I deserve bad things to happen, is there a spiritual practice that can undo
2: that? Yeah, I think it's it's that we use whatever spiritual practices, but we use them to claim something different. So affirmations, meditation, all of that. The more we do those, it's what we do. So we mm-hmm. can say use affirmation. But it doesn't matter what your affirmation is,
1: and what your what your you know like I was saying, the words have to transform the thoughts to transform the beliefs. So you know, really letting the words become something more than words.
2: Exactly, and then once you heal the belief or form a new belief, then that is the that belief must manifest in your life in physical, tangible forms, not just in your feeling. Mm-hmm. Although you may feel it first. And I had a conversation this week with someone who clearly is feeling the change that they have begun to create in their belief system. They feel it, and, it's, and the way they're noticing that is it's beginning to show up in conversations they have with other people who've known them for a long time. And are like, you know, reacting differently because that person's conversation is different because they feel stronger, Mm. more clear about who they are. They're remembering who they really are. And so when they're speaking or when they're responding to situations, they're responding differently than they did a year ago. Right. And the people who knew them a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago are like, you know, if it were me, they'd be saying what happened to Tracy? Where's Tracy coming from? You know. Well, I don't like that. Well, of course they don't like it, because I'm feeling good about who I am. You know, if I were to put myself in that scenario, and I'm coming from a different place, not the same place I was then. You've
1: been talking to Earth
2: people. <laughs> well, it's you know <laughs> I've changed, and so now right. I feel differently. Mm-hmm. And so those relationships are either going to continue and expand to encompass the new me, or those relationships are simply going to drop away. I mean, or I'm going to create a, a scenario where I dismiss that relationship. But often I think it's more subtle than that. And it begins with, yeah, a feeling. Yes, yes. And I, I knowing. Yeah. Or as Shirley said, that, it's an intuition. Yes. It's it's wow, I see I intuitively know this is right for me now or this is wrong for me now, even though it's something I've been doing before. Or I intuitively can meet someone new and have my intuition say, Yeah, yeah, Leslie, yes, yeah, that's a good person for me to get to know more. And it's not coming from my brain mm-hmm. logic. It's coming from an inner knowing. Because I'm more aligned than I was before, yep, and once that
1: inner thinking and belief changes, then it does change everything, even if the external circumstance a lot of times I've said to people, "You know nothing apparently on the outside has changed, but everything has changed because i I'm feeling different, and so yes. you know that
2: it's a huge thing, yeah, you shared that even on the show, maybe a couple of months ago that things were Looks the same, uh-huh. if you look at physical form and you know what's quote unquote happening outside of you, but you are so much more um, calm and grounded and less frenetic about it and less frustrated by it. And, but really, there's nothing. Nothing different really there. <laughs> the except, human except, blade except me, because like, so everything's different. Of course, that was before the car accident. <laughs> Yeah, I manifested a car accident. And, you know, that we, we have to talk about. Or someone else have manifested the car accident and you were just the pawn in the game, but I don't know. Oh, see, we have to do Manifestation Part
1: 2 next week because really that right there is a really extraordinary thing to think about. And we're just so almost out of time.
2: Uh-huh, almost.
1: And so uh, I really do think we should do, like, Manifestation 2 next week because, there, I mean, it's a whole... Because, see, I don't think that. I think there is something that I I don't think anybody else can manifest in my play.
2: Well, no, you're just a pun in their play, in their story, because... Because they have a more powerful play? (laughs) No. No. See, that's interesting, though, the idea Because we all are interacting. Uh You know, that's one of the things that's so funny when when I'm doing... um, prayer sometimes, and I'm just kind of setting the tone and just trying to get, you know, really grounded and really drop down. And one of the things that I find that I use a lot is that reminder of when I'm talking about God, I'm talking about this spirit, this energy, this power that can keep 7 billion people on the globe, and who knows that there are living beings on other planets and in system, solar system, oh, yeah. and, but on the earth, over 7 billion people and their hearts, 7 billion hearts beating and, you know, operating and living and interacting all over the world all at the same time without any effort. Or So, you know, who am I to think that, you know, that this same energy is not able to manage and direct? Mm-hmm. and guide whatever is going on in my life. Right. If it's the universe, I can handle all of that. And so if that's true, then, of course, there are 7 billion stories going on. And that doesn't even count the stories of the plants interacting and the pets living and breathing and having fun and teaching us unconditional. You know, it doesn't even deal with any of that. That's just the people. So if the universe can do that, if God can do that, uh giving me what I'm clear that I want is like a no brainer. It's like it, we can yeah. just get clear. Right. If we just get clear. If we can just be whole in our thought.
1: And, yeah, and I and I've absolutely had experiences where I um you know ha- was having a real difficulty in something and once I absolutely shifted my core belief and it all changed. Yeah. And I want to tell lots of stories about like that, so I think we have to talk about it again next week. I feel okay, so strong do we, want to,
2: we were going to talk about milestone
1: next week. Because of an M, but it's not... It's not but what you we're want to manifest. do manifestation part two? I, I really do. And I want to kind of look at manifestation and the two pillars that we have in the science of mind philosophy and how how they interact to create a way of life that is really really powerful.
2: Okay, then we'll do that. And I hope that anyone listening to this show will uh join us for manifestation part 2 <laughs> with a focus on love and law and are we how do we play into someone else's story and their their Yeah, I would love to talk more about that. Yeah. Great. Um so that's it for today's show and uh we hope that you will join us again in the meantime. Say, say yes. yes the spirit